Well, just before the break, we were talking about how Vancouver is dealing with such a financial shortfall. The mayor has said the city is on the verge of bankruptcy. Certainly not Vancouver alone in this. Cities right across the country are looking at huge financial shortfalls. And joining me to talk about this is Francis Bula, Urban Affairs Contributor with The Globe and Mail. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, Where to begin? Because I know you were part of a piece in the Globe and Mail right now looking at these huge financial shortages that are being faced by many, many cities. Uh, You've also been uh, battling several people on Twitter today, taking a look at the finances in Vancouver. Uh, Let's start there. How big of an issue do you see uh, ahead as we don't know how long this COVID-19 response is going to go when it comes to those financials? Well, it's huge. Um, I mean, cities do have reserves. You know, let's not kid ourselves. Like any city that's responsible has some kind of reserve in case there's a downturn. What no one expects is that the economy is going to collapse completely. And um, cities are losing hundreds of millions of dollars a day across the country. Um, Vancouver's actually in a slightly better position because we don't run transit, so TransLink has its own problems. Uh, But in Toronto, um, they do do transit um, and a number of other things. They're losing $65 million a week. Um, Edmonton is projected to lose something like, um, I think, $111 million by mid-September in Halifax. You know, their transit services down, everything's down. Saskatoon, um, you know, they're losing $4 million a week. And in the meantime, they have a fairly large homeless population they're trying to take care of. Like, all across the country, it's just um, the city mayors are just, at their wit's end, really. And the thing that a lot of people don't understand about cities is that unlike the province or the federal government, they're not allowed to run deficits. By December 31st, they have to have balanced their budget. And so that means, you know, if they run out of revenue, then they can't pay anybody. And we've already seen layoffs. And if you're looking at Vancouver, was it something like 1,500 people laid off already? Yeah. The, the mayor is now talking about uh, that's going to mean uh, when we get to the other side of this, uh, if you're looking for a building permit, there might not be someone there to get it for you. And he's going even further saying frontline staff, firefighters, police officers, there could be cuts there. Well, the 1500 was for the closed facility. So that's libraries, community centers, rec centers. Okay, they're not open. We're not going to pay those people. That makes sense. But um, there's a huge, a huge hole still uh, going on. Um, the no parking revenue. Vancouver gets $100 million in parking revenue every year. Montreal, uh, Montreal gets $200 million. So barely any parking revenue. Um, all kinds of things. So then what comes next is starting to cut essential services uh, or, or, you know, some essential, maybe not, uh, not necessarily others, but definitely um, looking at, you know, can you keep the building permits um, desk, uh, virtual desk going? Um, uh, There were plans to hire more uh, police officers and firefighters. I imagine that's on hold and and anyone who leaves is not going to be replaced at this moment. Um, you can't fix the kinds of holes that cities are seeing in their budgets just by, you know, a little bit of, you know, buying fewer paper clips here and, um, you know, getting rid of a few staff you don't like there. And with the idea of deficits, and I know the mayor was asked about this as well, but even if some are saying, fine, that should that should be extended, that cities can run deficits, that doesn't seem like that's going to be any kind of long-term solution. 
Well, the, the, the problem that, and again, all the mayors are telling me the same thing. This is not unique to Vancouver. I know we like to think we, you know, are plagued more than other cities, but we really aren't. Um, all the mayors are saying the problem is you run a deficit, you're going to have to pay it back probably fairly short term, or even if it's long term, it comes out of two very finite sources or, you know, like relatively restricted pools of revenue, property taxes and user fees. So, um, you know, their argument, and it's been this way for a long time, is that provinces and the federal government have access to a lot more different kinds of revenue. Um, And um, if you put it on cities, that's going to mean a really big burden uh, of certain types of costs for city residents. And you, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's not just Vancouver, it's Surrey, it's uh, probably uh, every city in Metro Vancouver. But I think what people are looking at is kind of the difference in response, where we have the mayor in Vancouver asking for provincial money, saying there could be up to uh, a half a billion dollar hole, uh, and the mayor of Port Coquitlam saying, we're going to defer taxes, we're not going to raise taxes, don't worry about it. Well, the mayor of Port Coquitlam, um, that was that tax... Um, Deferral or the, the the reducing the tax increase that only cost the city three hundred thousand dollars, which is thirteen dollars and twenty eight cents per household. And um, although you know Mayor Brad West does run a very tight ship out there, he also doesn't have to deal with any of the kinds of problems or very few of the kinds of problems that say Surrey does or Vancouver does: homelessness, drug addiction, people coming into your downtown area. Um, you know, being an essential part of the economy. I mean, there's an incredible number of jobs in Vancouver, port jobs, uh, you know, all kinds of things like that, and the same in Surrey. So it's a bit unfair to compare a small city of 58,000 with a Surrey or a Vancouver or a Toronto and when you talk about that as well, because that uh, was was mentioned in the, the article, that uh, it is the cities that have higher numbers of homeless, who have higher numbers of addiction, that are being even harder hit for, for the very reason you just mentioned, that uh, that is a much higher cost. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't haven't. I don't think anyone's seen what the bills are yet on that. Um, you know, it's not enormous. It's not as big as what they're losing in revenue from all the other areas, but it still is one more thing and it can't be cut uh, at this point or, or really, you know, you're only endangering the health of the whole city if you just say, okay, all you homeless people, you're on your own and, you know, do whatever and we won't provide any additional health or sanitation or housing services. Uh, where do you think or what do you think we'll hear next? I know uh, City Council of Vancouver's uh, Council is meeting tomorrow, I imagine virtually or in a, in a different way. What do you think we're going to hear next? Well, I mean, I think all cities are going to have to look at what can we defer. You know, Vancouver has a really big capital spending program. Um, they were supposed to spend $302 million this year. I think they're really going to have to look hard at that. Uh, and I think that's happening in all kinds of cities. They're really going to have to designate um, what is absolutely essential, like what all the cities said. In Saskatoon, you know, <laughs> uh, Toronto all said, we are the economic engines of our provinces. So we need to be ready to go uh, once 
things start picking up and a recovery starts. So if we lay off all of our building permits, staff and, um, you know, all of our inspectors, that's going to make it really hard when um, things start to get going again, if you have to spend a month or so ramping that back up. So, but there, you know, there are things that can be looked at, I think, and that's what, you know, you'll probably see at at this council and at many councils, like what can be, what can be deferred without, you know, destroying the ability of the city to recover Uh, and without, you know, another factor is everyone you throw off of a city payroll is just going to be collecting, you know, unemployment or something like that from the federal <laughs> government. So taxpayers are going to pay no matter what. Indeed. All right, Francis, we will leave it there. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks a lot.